Hey, good morning, friends. Skip here. 4.15 a.m. March 2nd, 2022. Hope things are well with you in your part of whatever part of the world you're in. Uh, and uh, let's get into the next uh, episode here. You know, a lot of spiritual living has to do with awareness, as I have said in recent podcasts, and patience and understanding. And a spiritual life is not lived in a vacuum. We live it with other people. Uh, Even people who go off to live as monks or nuns or, you know, uh, communities of people who isolate themselves from the world, <clears throat> which is, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's bad, but even those people, when they live together, don't get along. <laughs> even those people, when they live together, still get frustrated with each other, still have to practice patience, still have to be aware of the other. And so we are inextricably bound to one another in relationship. And those relationships are vital to our spiritual growth. After all, how can you practice things like patience without other people involved? You know what I'm saying? Or forgiveness. Kind of hard to go off completely by yourself and and practice forgiveness. I guess you could practice self-forgiveness, but it is in the daily living with other people that we often find the most crucial and important spiritual lessons of our life. Uh, within our family, uh, within our immediate family, within our circle of friends, within our work, within our societies within our world these interactions and these connections with people are part of the spiritual journey however how do we understand them how do we understand these relationships how do we understand other people and when you live out of Uh, The idea, which I believe to be true, when you live out of the idea that that we live in a false reality created by human ignorance, uh, it can be very frustrating. And that frustration, if you're not careful, can get the best of you. Uh, Because it becomes all too easy at times to dismiss dismiss criticism, uh, dismiss uh, even abusive behavior towards you or your abusive behavior towards others when we somehow convince ourselves that things aren't real. Well, things are real and that we are experiencing them. Uh, It is the structures that we have created that aren't representative of who we really are. So we have to be real. We have to be in relationship. 
we have to be working on ourselves and trying to understand others. We have to have good and healthy boundaries, but we can't have such uh, tight boundaries that everything offends us. We can't put up such high walls that we are protecting our own self-righteous thought or we will miss growth. We will will we'll not be able to live into those relationships, into the relationship we have with the world in such a way that helps us grow. And this is that that is a very important sort of thing I don't want to gloss over this idea that we become so rigid believing that we are putting up boundaries that we miss growth. We miss being stretched and grown and challenged. (coughs) Uh, uh, There's a lot of self-righteousness in the world right now. And part of that self-righteousness is this idea that um, if we believe it, it must be right. Well, no, (laughs) no. Uh, just because we hold it as a belief, it doesn't mean we're right, and it certainly doesn't give us permission to to uh, be self-righteous or judgmental of others. One of the ways in which I understand relationships that I find very helpful is this, that uh, there are really... Uh, no excuses for some behavior, but there's always a reason behind people's behavior. And we have to delineate and understand those two things. That when we get frustrated with someone's lack of awareness or someone's uh, repeated mistakes or someone's addictive behavior... Uh, we have to understand that there's no excuse. You can't offer excuses. You can't pacify uh, behavior that's harmful or behavior that uh, is is demeaning. You have to hold people accountable in the world. True. Uh, so there's no excuses. You don't excuse behavior, but there's always a reason people behave the way they behave. There's always a reason behind their their motives, their agenda, their behavior. So I want to talk for the next few minutes about those two things. Because I think they're important. And I think if we if we look at the reasons behind people's behavior, uh, it helps us understand them and us better. So let's talk about excuses. You know, we have to be forgiving, folks. Uh, We do have to put up boundaries that keep us out of the realm of people abusing us or us abusing people or, you know, we, we just can't randomly do what we want in the world. We can't go out and rob a bank if we need to buy a car. You know, we, we have to live in a set of of appropriate boundaries. I think often the boundaries 
that we humans impose are sometimes too strict. Uh, and when we start to put really strict boundaries on things, it's because we're trying to preserve an already perceived notion of things. So I think we need to explore certain parts of us being human, certain understandings of what it means to, to live out a human life. But we also cannot, you know, allow ourselves to, to be victimized by other people. Uh, we can't allow ourselves to be verbally abused or physically abused. So there are, there are appropriate boundaries. Uh, and we have to be aware of the fact that uh, we have to be held accountable ourselves and we have to hold other people accountable. But we also have to be aware that some of the boundaries we put on ourselves as human beings are so restrictive that they don't allow us to be human. Uh, you look at a lot of religious boundary-making, and you will see that it is a way of, often it is a way of dismissing our own humanity. So we have to navigate that, and that's not always easy, you know, because there's a reason, and now let's talk about reason. There's no excuses for things. You don't excuse things, but, but there's a reason for things. And there's a reason that we act the way we act. And I'm going to go back to the theory of this podcast to explain that. The reason we act the way we act is because that's how we are programmed to act. We are programmed by our parents, by our school, by our religious understandings, by our uh, perception, by what we've learned, by our... Uh, boundaries or lack of boundaries. We are programmed by the people at work, uh, the people at our schools, the people at, you name it. There is constant sensory input, uh, especially when we're younger, that becomes a part of our programming. And these are the reasons we act the way we act. Uh, if someone is a criminal, let's, let's just talk about the extreme sort of understanding. If someone is a, a criminal uh, and they can't seem to break out of those cycles, they were probably taught to be that through circumstances in their life, maybe their family, maybe their addictions. They were, there's a reason they're a criminal. Now, you can't excuse their criminality, but there's a reason for it. Well, this idea, you can, you can look at all of life, all of human life with this idea that there's a reason people act the way they act. There's a reason people are in the patterns they're in the patterns they're in uh, because that's what we learn. That's how we're programmed. That's what it means to be a human being. So, again, you know, we have to be careful that we don't 
accuse people falsely, that we don't set up rigid boundaries. We have to be careful that we hold people accountable, but we do so appropriately through compassion, love, and grace. We have to uh, seek forgiveness and teach forgiveness for actions because all of us are guilty of some action that can hurt others, can hurt ourselves, etc. But all of that, what lies underneath all of that is the human programming. That's the reason. The human programming is is the motivating factor, is the agenda. So things like jealousy, things like uh, uh, greed, things like uh, hatred, uh, things like judging other people, those come from learned responses to the world. So let me end with this. What it means for you to find meaning to live in what it means for all of us to find meaning, for all of us to live into our spiritual life, is to take love and kindness and put it in those aspects of life. Uh, you know, to, to inject kindness and love into the reasons we do things and into how we set up boundaries and how we hold people accountable, how we hold ourselves accountable, forgiveness, love, compassion, while still holding people accountable. It's a way of thinking beyond punishment. It's a way of thinking that is restorative. It's a way of being that is healing. And that's what spirituality really is. There you have it, my friends. I hope this was helpful. We will talk to you tomorrow morning. Take care. Bye-bye.